0: Welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. Still here at SA Five, man, fantastic member conference. Really had an opportunity to sit down with a lot of fantastic folks already, and it's going incredibly well. Right now, we're going to be starting to talk with Kirk Slack. Uh, Kirk, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Bear. Appreciate it. So, um, really excited to have you here. So, Cody, Cody actually had. I uh, wanted to tell me a little bit about your story and wanted to bring you in and talk a little bit about today. So, uh, Cody, I'll let you ask a question. So,
1: Yeah, so Kirk and I were grabbing breakfast together this morning at the conference, and he was telling a story to a bunch of other business owners, and I was kind of fly on the wall. Uh, and then You were I, eavesdropping? I mean, I was sitting right next to him. God, you're
0: so rude. I was
1: coveting my bacon. That's what it was. Okay, (laughs) Uh, never mind.
0: Totally acceptable. So
1: then I pulled out my phone and started jotting down notes for the story that Kirk was telling because I wanted to be able to jog his memory to get him to tell the story on the show. Uh, So let's just jump right in. So we're going to be talking a little bit about communication within your company as it's growing, making sure that everybody's on the same page. So just tell the story that you were telling this morning, and then we'll dive in.
2: Okay, so earlier earlier I think we were talking about – Uh, specifically like what we're doing for marketing and those kinds of things. And we're talking about as we grow and we add new people and and different people in the company have different roles that what what I found out recently is, um, and this specifically pertained to my my office manager was part of the company, and we're, we're not a huge company. We have you know, four people in the office, So, but I may be working with someone in the office, and we're, we're working really hard on, in, in this case, social media, right? So we're doing all these videos, and, we're, and we're, we even did our biggest badass video, and we've really been concentrating on that lately, and there's been a lot of effort on that and a lot of my time spent on that. And then I found out through the grapevine that my office manager had made a comment one time just kind of in passing about uh, why are we, you know, why are we wasting so much time on, you know, on that? Uh, why are we wasting so much time on marketing and social media and those kinds of things when we have this short employee shortage going on and it just seemed like a waste of time to her. We can't even get guys out
1: in the field to do the work we already have.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So it's like we can't get to the work we already have so why are we spending so much time on getting new clients? So, and then what occurred to me and became real, real painfully obvious is I had not done a good job of communicating across kind of from her, her role as office manager um, kind of what else was going on in the company and why. Because there's, there's a ton of reasons. I don't know if you want to spend time on it right now, but yeah, a ton of reasons to why we need to be constantly marketing and bringing in new clients. You know, even even if we have an employee shortage, there's always a reason to do that. And, you know, one of those reasons is there's always attrition, right? So someone's, I was saying this morning, someone's always selling their house. Um, sometimes, you know, God forbid we screw up when we get fired from a client. Somebody's teenager's old enough now to push a lawnmower. So we're always losing clients, at some you know, at some point for some reason. So we need to replace those. So we always need to be marketing. Plus, we always end up. We, we get new clients, and so sometimes they turn out to be bad clients. So they, their credit cards always declined, or they're constantly complaining, or they're demanding we show up at nine a.m. every morning instead of, you know, uh, working with our schedule. So, um, so we're, we're getting rid. Even though rid they're
0: of, conveniently in the end of the day, if you're around. Right. Right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. Yeah. They want to. They you know. They want to be Thursday. Yeah. When when we're hey we're you know, we're in your neighborhood on Mondays. So so we th- there's clients that just don't work out for whatever reason for us as well and and then the the list goes on and on about why we why we may be losing clients plus we also um, in living in Austin Texas we're in a pretty probably, probably the healthiest market honestly in the whole world um no joke and and there's a lot of new money in there there's a lot of people come in there from other states for, for jobs, and there's a lot of growth, so we're constantly putting upward pressure on, on pricing. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really easy to give a price to a, an incoming client than it is to go to an older client and say, hey, we're gonna raise your price. And mm-hmm. we do do that, and then we lose them sometimes too, so we're constantly replacing them. Uh, plus there's this, the, from the SEO perspective and the, the social media perspective, we wanna be known, and we wanna build something out there and that's not something we can do instantaneously, like, like turn it on AdWords, right? We just we turn it on, um, increase our budget, make our phone ring more almost instantly. With the, with the social media and the presence on social media, we have to build that over time. Like we're talking mm-hmm. years. So we have to start sometime, right? And we need to focus on it and commit to it. And I can tell you, I've been talking about it for two years. And, and we just this year finally committed to we're just going to do two videos a week come hell or high water and we're going to get them out. So Mm -hmm. it takes effort. And then she's seeing that effort. um, And unfortunately what I didn't do is explain to her very well and can, you know, show her why are we doing this? What is this effort for?
0: So that kind of, that kind of taps into a question about, um, company morale too so right. like better communication obviously right. if, if that had been explained to our front she probably we could have had the opportunity to buy in right maybe raise her objections then and everything as as you brought her into the loop now she's in the loop um what has been her response to uh kind of the the, the direction that you want to take the company in this in this particular area. All right. So
2: so honestly, what I what I think is we're in that process of bringing her and other people in the company into the loop too. Even even I I started talking to my crew members, the crew members, even the, the brand new guy who's, you know, pushing a broom, you know, in, in figuratively speaking. So um, is is what I found is those guys like to know what's going on as well. They want to know what's going on with the company and what, what and ultimately what their future is here. So. So what I found this year is it's it's it wasn't just me sitting down and saying hey here's why we're doing this, and then you know and a light bulb goes off and and you know message received and 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 uh, she's buying into it or he's buying into it. What I've found is we have to um, really just it, we have to make part of the culture, which takes time, right? So it has to be constantly discussed. It has to be in the same way you have to build your social media presence. Right, to right. Be relevant. <laughs> That's a good you have point. To build yeah. the culture over time. That's right. That's right. That's a good point. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then build it over time and then and then eventually see the the fruit of the labor right and then and then it'll and then it'll I think that'll be the big aha moment where like, hey, this is really cool, this is a smart thing to do, this is really working um and then uh so I think it's gonna take time, but what the the first step was just sitting and talking and explaining you know um and um and just and just saying like here's what we're gonna do and then this this morning, kind of what we're talking about too also is is, is there's so much this mentality of, hey, we're going to do this, and this is going to be the result. But what we find out is we, we don't always know exactly what we're doing, so we may try something may not work, and then and then we have to tweak it and try something else, and we tweak it and try something else. And sometimes there's a frustration level of, I, th- I thought you said this was ready to roll out. I thought this was ready to go. I thought we were supposed to see this big change. And so it's also changing this mentality of, hey, listen, man, we're going to try something, and it, and it may work out great, it may not work. And it may, may even be something from Service Autopilot that we're implementing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and it may be on the marketing side, but trying to, trying to change that mentality of, hey, we're going we're gonna to roll something out and it's going to it's gonna immediately make an effect or immediately be perfected. And we're constantly having to go back and tweak it and constantly tweak it and constantly tweak it. So we have those conversations a lot. So a lot of it is just communicating the ideas. A lot of it is setting expectations. And then a lot of it is pointing out the the results when we have the results um and then and i think it's just it's, it's going to be a cultural thing it's going to be you know it's going to be a journey not a destination
0: so mm-hmm. kirk what i'm getting from you is a lot of a lot of patience so <laughs> i i you know you talk about we're going to try this we're going to right. try to see if it works we're going to tweak we're going to do this have you uh, have you always been a, a patient when it comes to practices and within your business or is that was, was that something you had to learn
2: yeah, that's a great example, and that's that's a, that's learning from my mistakes. I used to be, when I hired my very first employee who wasn't on the crew, right? So, um, my very first person in the office was a was a sales guy, um, and um, and it was I learned more about myself than I did anything, you know, than anyone else or anything else at that point. And what I found out was I don't have any patience, you know, and I had these grand expectations and I expected expected them to be met. And then uh, what I really started to find out was. Um, some of my own shortcomings, right? So then I had, to, I had to learn to become a better manager, a better communicator. And so, and I think along with that, it becomes, hey, we, we got to be patient, right? So we don't always get to do something and have it perfect. We don't always get to do something and have, see instant results. And sometimes, um, sometimes patience looks like we're going to implement something and it works and it just works temporarily, right? And then you got to tweak it or, or go a different direction and then that works and then, uh, and then you, and then you gotta, you change the way we do things. And so I, I think that looks like patience and it, it, and it is patience, but, um, but yeah, th- th- I had to learn to be patient. I had to learn to sit back, sit back. I had to, had to, to learn not to be emotional about things or get upset about things and really just do more of just analyze
1: and implement. Was there like a big challenge with that sales guy that they kind of made that really clear to you? It wasn't
2: so much something necessarily he was doing. What I think, what honestly, if I'm being real honest, I think what I found out was I realized that I wasn't probably this incredible manager that I just assumed I was born to be. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> and so a natural born leader, yeah, right. right. And so, um, um, you know, he was doing the best job he could, and in hindsight, he was doing a great job. And it was it was more communication on my side that, um, and again, it was a communication word again, right? is um, is I had to realize that I've got to go back and communicate better I've got to be more concise and then I also have to explain my expectations and I need to hold people accountable to the expectations so it's kind of like i'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you and then I'm telling you what I'm telling you and then I, I'm going to tell you what I told you and we just kind of do that over and over and then and then it becomes again kind of culture kind of processes and procedures inside the
0: office it was a, it was a really hard thing for me to learn because I, I when I, when I went to school I went into I was I came from a broadcasting background school and, and in broadcasting like many entertainment aspects of business uh the mentality of uh, is if i show you how, if i have to show you how to do it i could have done it myself right exactly and i think that's the mistake that a lot of managers make myself included when i was managing a team i said that off i said that all the time like you know sink or swim figure it out like if i have to show you how to do it then right. i could have done it myself and uh terrible ter- <laughs> <laughs> terrible mentality. Very short-sighted, um, yeah. Yes, and exactly. And, and I think that was the key to, to kind of building. I'm not saying I'm, I'm patient either. I, I think it's a learning learning thing and process too, Kirk. But I think the, the thing is when you look at a bigger picture, it allows you to become more patient Right. than – whereas like you just said it right now, short, short-sighted short success is, is great in the, the short term, right. but it, it doesn't do anything for the long term. What um, – you know, as as you're kind of going to go forward with this uh, this, this social media campaign, for right. lack of a better term, everything. What are some of your ultimate goals that you see this achieving for your business?
2: Right. Great. Um. Yeah. So so obviously we want to grow the company, right? And and we want more clients. We want more revenue. So that's I mean that's what we're all here for, and that's what that's about. But but even bigger than like how to attain that um, is um, creating a, a larger presence, so a larger audience. So like one way to do that, for example, is is we can, we can do a post on Facebook and my sister down in Rockport, Texas, who doesn't even live anywhere in Austin, likes it. Well, that's awesome. And she may even text me and see what a great, great, you know, how cool I looked on my video. But that does no value to our company, right? Yeah. So, so uh, we are do a couple things. One is we're encouraging, really, just really encouraging over and over and over for all of our clients to join us on Facebook, to follow us on Facebook. And we give them reasons why, like, if there's a rain delay notice, we're gonna announce it on Facebook, you know. Um, if it's a seasonal reminder to, to, to do something like uh, cover your backflow preventer for your irrigation system so it doesn't freeze, so you don't have to spend $350 in the spring to replace it, we're gonna do those kind of notices on Facebook. So we really encourage them to do that. So we wanna build up a, 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 a population on Facebook, for lack of a better term, right? Um, A community. A a community. There you go. I was looking for that word, community. Um, And then what we want is we want them to not just like it. We want them to share it and comment on it. And then we want to comment on their comments. And then we want to go to their shares and find out who they shared it with. And then we're going to go invite those people to like us on Facebook as well. And if they comment and they haven't liked us on Facebook, we track them down and we get them to... Like us on Facebook, so we want to build a huge online community um, that will do a couple of things. One is um, we will be known as experts uh, mm-hmm. because we send out a lot of informational videos. We're not just saying, "Hey, it's time for mulch. We got 10% off mulch today, right?" It's it's saying, "Hey, you know, why should you do mulch? You know, why should you put mulch down in your beds, and what are the benefits?" Um, and here's, here's what we recommend that you go do. And, oh, by the way, if you need help with this, give us a call and we'll answer all your questions. Why Are is mulch cost what it does? Because right. <laughs> it
0: blows my right. mind. It blows my mind how much mulch you know, is it and good how, how good it looks and, how, and it's just everything about mulch. Right. Right. Seriously, I'm, I'm glad there's experts like you, Craig, right. because I, I just don't get it.
2: <laughs> yeah, and so what we want to do is we want to become the experts, so we want them to rely on us. And then when they need something, they call us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the biggest one of the greatest benefits of video is um, it builds instantaneous relationship to them, right, yeah, with with them. So uh, we send out the, the the video, they watch it, and Jonathan Potoshink talked about this all the time. He may be walking through a, a, an airport, and someone will come up to him and go, hey, I know you. And he's never mm-hmm. met the guy before, but that guy's the guy or girl has watched a hundred of his videos online, right? Right, one-sided and, um, friendships. Yeah, and has I a relationship a with him.
1: Yeah, you got a lot of those. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts, watch a lot of YouTubers. I was going to say, I, my I, wife I, tells me that they're not my friends. I insist right. they are. <laughs> right, right. I'll, I'll, I'll trade you. I could be a one-sided friend of yours.
2: <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to build that community, build that relationship, and then ultimately have that lead to. Uh, you know, growing our, growing our company.
1: What yeah. does your setup look like for doing video right now? What are you recording on? Oh, it's
2: super simple. So I just have my Android phone uh, that, and I have a little handheld little miniature tripod that I can either set up or use as a selfie stick mm-hmm. that helps kind of stabilize the phone as well and get better angles. And then um, sometimes it's spontaneous. Like the other day, I was walking through a client's yard and I saw a shrub, flowering shrub and I thought, oh man, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to make a couple of comments about this shrub. And I just stopped and did it right there. Um, sometimes it's in the office then we we kind of we, natural lighting works best but uh we're working now on setting up just a little an easy little lighting setup in the office and the and the a background that makes sense right that that's not offensive to anyone that may actually be in a, kind of a little entertaining to people or at least interesting to people and then uh and then i'm getting a little hope is
1: very soothing right
2: you know a little fake waterfall or something and then do a little mic, so that so that then we we have uh, videos that that uh that would be a lot more kind of long term for us. For instance, we have a welcome video or an introduction video on our website, mm-hmm. and that's going to be there for a year or two. So we really want that one to be really really nice. Yeah, and it's scripted and it's it was planned and someone's filming it and but. Pretty much everything's on my Android at this part, and so it's been real, real easy and real cheap
1: to. Yeah, it set up. it makes it easy to be spontaneous. Too, exactly. So it goes exactly.
2: Time. And I think I think if you if you have perfect polished videos, uh, not only are they expensive, but um, but it, I think when you that to me they're not quite as authentic. Yes. And if it's, yeah, if it's just me out there, and maybe I'm flubbing some words, or you know, I'm shooing a mosquito off, or something like that, and I make a joke about mosquitoes in the middle of my video. Uh, it's just it's very authentic and I think it's more endearing as
1: well for sure
0: yeah. uh, no, it, it, I know I 100% agree with you Kirk and I, and I for one as a consumer appreciate it when you put yourself out there honestly right and you know we were talking about Jonathan a minute ago Jonathan does the same thing there's almost there's almost very there's very little editing that goes into it right exactly um, he wants to appear as natural because he is that genuine person and it's, when you have that sincere approach I as a customer really appreciate that and right. it's something it doesn't matter the industry you're in does not matter the industry you're in. When you have a business owner like Kirk here or one of his employees or anything being genuine and sincere, really goes a long way. And by building this community, you're creating a very positive environment. But the last thing I wanted to touch on with this community that you're creating online, so inevitably, okay? I'm not trying to be a Debbie down here, okay? But inevitably, what's the drawback of that? Why are people like, oh, that sounds like a great idea, Kirk, but... People could put some negative on there, negative comments. Right, they could be putting some negative feedback. How I just have, delete them. <laughs> well, that's Cody's approach. How have you? <laughs> how have you handled this? And wh- how can how can people listening to this handle this when they get that?
2: Well, we haven't gotten a lot of negativity. Um, well, I don't, I don't. We haven't gotten a lot of negativity yet from from our, like our social media approach so far. You know us like every company we you know we we get negative reviews every now and then sure and we just we just deal with those like normal we just professional and we we offer a solution kind of thing um we uh the i'll tell you one negative comment we got and it was almost immediately after we started this campaign um and um i'm I'm trying to remember what it was now it was just some it was just some real snarky remark about um i think it i think it had been raining And so we're a little behind on our mowing. Sure. And someone said, oh, well, it looks like the owner has plenty of time to do a video, but doesn't have time to mow my lawn. And my (laughs) office manager replied back and said, actually, the the owner of the company, the guy in the video, actually was out mowing lawns yesterday uh, for the first time in five years. He's ever mowed a lawn. And he was actually out there trying to help us get caught up and that just shut it shut that down but for the, <laughs> Perfect. For the, for Boom. the
0: most for the most part Mic drop <laughs> for the mo-
2: and that's the truth i did get out there it was, it was, you know as out of shape that i've got. you know i was out there mowing and and i survived the day and uh and uh but it's uh and then i think what's interesting on that too is when we build this relationship with people right um i was shocked how many people would come to, to my defense with their follow-up comments to that and yeah. that was yes. that was remarkable and that's pretty telling on on how uh, on how that community gets built. Yeah,
0: I, I was absolutely shocked one time when I I think that I think that was a that was almost a much better feeling than the positive review mm-hmm. I, I I received when I was in another business. Someone put a posted something something negative about their experience with me. It was unfortunate, and uh, and before I could respond, I had. Three of my customers, these weren't relatives, okay? I'm not making this up. Like, my mom right. didn't get on there. Spare is so great. It's fantastic. It was three of my customers right, um, that jumped on there to right. my defense. Like, well, clearly you just, you know, this, that. Uh, maybe you caught him on a bad day. One guy said, right. maybe you probably caught Bear on a bad day. The other two were like... No, he, he, you, you weren't listening to right. him when he right. explained this and this, would we sat down with this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that was almost a much better feeling. Oh yeah. And so I can totally relate there. So when your customers, your community backs you up on that, and we have this experience with this on service autopilots, oh, members yeah. group yeah. too, it, it, to me, it's a much better feeling. Uh, and it really boasts that positive environment that we're, right. that we're trying to get.
2: Right. Right and it, it, yeah, it's, and that that's a good feeling, isn't it? And that 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 tells you how successful you you are mm-hmm. when when people without any without any encouragement whatsoever come come to your defense. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, Kirk, we, yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, Kirk. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, and thanks so for much. Resharing that story that you told me at breakfast, I appreciate oh, it. Man, I'm honored. I'm glad we ran into it. Thank you for breakfast. forgiving. Yeah.
0: Thank you for forgiving him <laughs> for eavesdropping on <laughs> you and being rude.
1: Appreciate it. Well, thanks, fellows. I appreciate. it. Yeah, yeah thank Kirk. you. The music in this episode of The Prophet Roadmap was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff, com.